Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning. But with 589,920 dead Americans, at what point does President Biden say, we don't want to wait for the WHO, we don't know what they're doing, this needs to be an American-led effort to get to the bottom of what happened? Well, first of all, we need access to the underlying data and information in order to have that investigation. And, and why not? But he talks all the time about how he's known President Xi for a long time. So why can't he just and, call and we and need them? I think you're misunderstanding how this process actually works. So what we do know is that adolescents actually have the capacity to make a reasoned, logical decision. And here's the other thing about chest surgery: if you want breasts at a later point in your life, you can go and get them. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> same thing, honey, same thing. I'm not sure that's true, actually. I think they just uh, distribute a pair per person. <laughs> you right? can just get them later if you want them. No big deal. It's that easy. That is an insane doctor who um, makes a living. It's, it's from Looking from what I've seen, it's some kind of doctor slash life coach. Um, and that's just become a viral thing. As she's um, encouraging kids to go ahead and get their surgeries at the first impulse. Mm-hmm. I listened to the um, uh, the Quillette podcast today. No, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Femsplainers. And they're doing a series on on teenagers and young people and the experiences that the parents had as, as these kids uh, want to transition. And the two cases they played today were two young guys both who wanted to transition who showed signs first of depression mm-hmm. and then and then um demanded that they wanted to transition they both had gone to the same these people didn't know each other the, the kids mm-hmm. two separate parents the same um um reddit chat rooms had essentially 
written the same letter to their parents, changing the names and places, etc. There's mm-hmm. a form letter apparently used to say that you're trans now. Yep. In both scenarios, had one more than the other had been had told their pediatrician. Pediatrician t- t- sent them to a specialist, and the specialist t- uh, told them about the urgency in getting um, uh, hormone blockers now, quicker than later. And online, the kids were getting uh, advice to get surgeries now and hormone blockers now before you grow any taller. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Both both kids have now gone back to they've detransitioned. Well, yeah, and sixty minutes. This has been in the news a lot now because sixty minutes did a big piece on kids who detransition after um, declaring that they're trans as teenagers, and um, you know it it gets criticized a lot because people say that it's you know, uh, trying to delegitimize transgender people's identities. But, you know, for all, I have my own opinions about transgender identity in general, but even if you fully accept that there are transgender people who are just, like, legitimately born in the wrong body, isn't it also possible that some of the people that declare that they're trans are not turn out to not actually be trans i mean turn out to not actually i mean it's clear that there are some people who regret their who regret transitioning at a young age and so as more and more kids declare that they are trans as teenagers and there are huge upticks in this both at a very young age you know little kids doing social transition and then older kids medically transitioning isn't it um important since this clearly is something that happens isn't it important that we learn how to identify which kids will have profound regrets and regret destroying their bodies for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. like i mean beforehand not just after because if we have to take everything every teenager says exactly at face value about whether or not they're trans then we're going to have some kids who have regrets and for all what this doctor says uh it's not as simple as just getting a new set of breasts later on. No, this doctor's a psychotic activist. Her <laughs> name is Dr. Joanna Olson Kennedy. Actually, people make life-altering decisions in adolescence. All the time. All the time. And honestly... Yeah, tattoos, you know? Yeah. Uh, to have sex unprotected with uh, people. Mm-hmm. And know? most of those things we try and keep them from doing until they're 18 for for a reason and you know by the way when they commit crimes we generally don't try them as as adults for the same reason because they lack cognitively the ability to understand the full consequences of their actions until they're at an older age and that especially goes for things that have to do with sexuality with family with all these things how can you tell How can you ask a 13-year-old to fully evaluate the lifelong consequences of, you know, permanently altering their genitals? Right. I mean, they have no idea the consequences to their life. They have no no conception of the impact that will have on their life as a 30-year-old, as a 40-year-old, whatever. They They have no idea. Of course they... How could they? It's your job as a parent to help inform that decision. Not only are you... As a teenager, all obviously you're changing. Your mind is uh, is forming. Your experiences are forming. Not only are you undergoing something, your all those years, the you know puberty years are crazy years anyway. Which, in an ideal situation, is just a weird, odd time where you go from child to awkward thing to 
you know, uh, young looking, almost adultish looking person. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much happening so fast. Not only does that happen, but you're also incarcerated for most of the week in a culture, le- a Lord of the Flies culture, where the a-hole alphas are in charge and fetid and the nerds are are pushed aside or and there's also whoever the the culture is in high school it's it's not a fair and equal there's no equilibrium there you know mm-hmm. your merit the 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 amount generally uh, maybe this is my only my only high school experience I, I doubt better it's not it is not a meritocracy it is not somewhere where you are uh, generally uh, rewarded for good and ethical and neighborly conduct it is not it is it is a place where you're where groups of cliques of underdeveloped idiots get to be tribunals on every part of your life and it's a rough place so no of course i don't even there's no way there's no way Mm -hmm. you should be making any decisions when you're a teenager but i also think i mean i mean i think that the logic of this doctor who's saying this that kids can make these decisions i mean if you believe that then you obviously must believe that children can make the decision to be sexually active like because why not you know i mean if they can decide what type of genitals to have for the rest of their life then then why then why can they not decide to be sexually active or decide to do drugs or (laughs) anything else like I, i don't understand what possible like, I don't get what the end point of the logic is supposed to be. Like, what what can teenagers not decide for themselves then? Because we don't let teenagers decide a lot of things for themselves. And, you know, and especially medical decisions, especially... I, It boggles my mind that people really think this way. And I, you know, the part of me that wants to be charitable to them thinks maybe they just haven't thought through the logical consequences of, like, that line of reasoning and, the, and that belief that, like, a... 13 year old can decide to permanently change their body medically right. uh, but you know maybe maybe they have thought it through and that's what they want maybe they think teenagers should be able to make those decisions and that's fine there was also a debate on twitter recently that i happened to notice um that's kind of in the same vein where uh there are there are people that are getting upset that there are so many children coming to pride events because mm-hmm. They want to wear their like chapless cha- leather chaps, their assless leather chaps or whatever, right? Like they want to wear. Are you asking me? Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't that, even that, know what these that things phase are. I had in 1994. <laughs> Maybe you yes, did. yes, I we usually like assless chaps. That's what we go for, Alice. <laughs> well, but so they feel that like they should be able to let their kinks fly free. That's the word of the week, I guess. It's kink, uh, but. Mm-hmm. It, at, at Pride, because this is where they enjoy their countercultural, you know, e- exciting moment where they get to let all their sexual proclivities be out in the open and celebrate with feather boas and, mm-hmm. and leather and whips and chains or whatever it is that they're into. And there's kids there now. We also like leather zipper masks. Right. <laughs> so, um, but now everybody brings their kids to Pride because now everybody's kids are 
trans and questioning their sexuality <laughs> and they're showing up as a family with their four-year-old celebrating or the, their, their or the parents diverse, just, just want to show their just how mermaid gender identities or whatever they or are the parents just want to display just right. how you know how cool they are with it all and how this is it's, mm-hmm. show how this is totally harmless and we're we're into it as well this is totally wholesome you know Right, so there's there's now a debate among members of the gay community that celebrate Pride in different ways about what type of events Pride parades should be. Should they be, you know, events where everybody can bring their kink to Pride and show it off? Or are they events where you bring five-year-olds? Because, you know, they, those things are not compatible. Unless you're really sick and twisted, those things are not too compatible Uh <laughs> events right and and so there was a bit of a debate about it about like should we all be like having the little kids with the rainbow flags in the pride parade or should right. we be a bunch of guys in you know leather suspenders or whatever doing yeah. our thing so I, I mean i think that this is a question i actually know yeah. a, a gay guy who's just a couple of years younger than me who feels that that uh pride has been totally ruined Mm-hmm. By this familyization of it, the commercialization right. everywhere. He said it was, before it was fun because it was almost debaucherous in the way that right. they, they that the um the um what's the the Southie prayed here Saint Elmo Saint Patrick's yeah Saint Patrick's was you know it was a right. little bit outlawish yeah and I think you know that's kind of what when we were played that drag queen a little while ago saying like why are you having your kids have see drag queens at the children's library it's bizarre mm-hmm. this is sexual like this is a community that is based around sexuality and sexual identity and and the corporatization and making it family friendly of it is something that's not welcome to everybody in the community because it's not what they're trying to have and you know you see a lot you see, like, the cultural conservatives complaining about the ra- the corporate rainbow flags on everything. But also you do see people in the gay community, particularly mm-hmm. older people who, you know, were part of this movement when it was much more a countercultural right. movement, who, who feel that, you know, that this is a, a dilution of what the movement was supposed to be about. So I well, thought it was dilution, really- But also, mm-hmm. they're, by and large, decent enough people to also... Not want to expose kids to this. Right. This is an adult recreation. Fire Island and P-Town during, um, not that I know, Alice, (laughs) uh, you know, during Pride, these are, or I don't know about Fire Island, but certainly P-Town, these are meccas of celebration of gay people. Right. And gay identity fundamentally is based around sexual desires. I don't know. I don't know that I would. is, Is that? Well, I don't. I don't know if I would agree if I could accept that as a proven I guess it depends on who you are. I don't know if there's one blanket gay identity. I mean these they're gay people I mean, want to be like, parents and other things now and and Well it, yeah, but the fact of being gay, the reason why being gay is a thing is cuz fundamentally that's not who you want to have sex with at the end of the day, right? What do you mean? Like Ultimately, the reason why you identify as gay and not as straight is because, you know, if you're a guy, you're just not into that type of sex. But but, but how, why is a gay person's identity, their sexuality, any more than a straight person's is? 
I mean, that's overly simplistic. Well, it is. That's I just what makes me straight. Is well, that, I think it's overly, way overly simplistic. I mean, well, you're not that's, simply that's your sexuality. Diff- no, you're not simply your sexuality, but, I, that, I know I've but, the difference, but the difference between straight and gay is who you like to have sex with. Yes, yes. I would that's, say that. that's, the, I, that's the component that is what defines what gay or straight is, is who you like having sex with. So fundamentally, that's what I'm saying is like to say like being gay is something that's based on who you want to have sex with. Right. That's like. Yes, I guess so. Yes, I guess you're right. That's you're like right, the definition right. of the term. Technically, I would say you're right. That's where the divergence occurs. <laughs> that's yes. the difference. So, okay. Because like gay people and straight people both like want to have kids or mm-hmm. are bankers or whatever they are. But, they're you know, that's how you define gay and straight is who you want to have sex with. So that's like that's a tough thing to like. Yes, now I've involve, sidetracked involve here, kids though, but... in. But anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I think that it. That it's all sort of related. The degree to which you think kids can be legitimately trans or legitimately non-binary or whatever is is the degree to which you think kids can be involved in their lifelong sexual decisions and identity. Right. So, I don't know. Things to think about. So, should we play... Uh, or did we already do it? You've, have you had enough of her, Dr. Joanna? El- you can play her. Most of them are good. It's just the bad ones that we talk about. Oh, my God, the cinnamon challenge, right? I mean, why do we know about it? Because it's, it's a thing, and it's, it's, not, it's not common. Like, most teenagers aren't eating cinnamon, right? But some are, and they're on YouTube, and that's stupid. But we don't put on YouTube the things that are really good decisions, right? Oh, my gosh, my kid took... This... I gotta hope she is a doctor, like <laughs> Dr. Biden's a doctor. She probably is, I assume, right? I assume right? she must be. The SATs! Not a very exciting after-school special, right? But So what we do know is that adolescents actually have the capacity to make a reasoned, logical decision. And here's the other thing about chest surgery. If you want breasts at a later point in your life, you can go and get them. That seems to me that... Uh, that might be considered irresponsible uh, medical advice from her, and also maybe that um, that Jack Dorsey would want to maybe. <laughs> I don't know that the abundance of evidence shows us that. I mean, what yeah, a moron! Check, what a moron! She's what a dangerous moron too. Mm-hmm. God, these people are so crazy. Uh, it's mm. ridiculous. All right, Alice, let's get a little bit uh, local, not loco, local. Okay. Um, right down the street here is the childhood home of one John Cena. Indeed. Who was a movie star and was a wrestler. I believe I have this right. Mm-hmm. And every day when we drive around, my kids want to see if they can see him. They haven't They haven't seen a, him yet. Mm-hmm. They have met his brother, though. They have met his brother, correct. Who's a police officer. Anyway... So John Cena is working on Fast and Furious 56. <laughs> uh, and it, it, I I don't understand. That's fine. <laughs> I see these morons on the highway with the cars that are a half inch off the ground, Toyotas in in like Hyundais, and I feel in with racing stripes and I feel bad for them because <laughs> I know that that is the sign of somebody with a tiny brain and that's fine. That's fine. And the things rumble, but they don't go all that fast, but that's fine. If that's your thing and that's where you are. By the way, uh, that's also a good sign that your teenager is not making a good decision. <laughs> to want to be one of the Fast and Furious drivers means you're a bleeping loser. That's fine. That's that's Uncle Tom's high school advice for young men. You're a loser if you have one of those or if you like one of those. 
Maybe uh, it's a perfectly fine, healthy interest. Like, remember when you got into talking to the guys about their uh, dirt bikes or whatever they were into, or their motorcycles, and they were doing them on the street, and it was like a whole thing. And like, it turned out they were really bottle, wholesome. Don't bottle my hate. They were really wholesome and great, and they're just into this as a hobby. Well, those guys aren't necessarily so, wholesome, but they were really into it. So there's no reason why to knock the whole hobby just because you don't like it. Yes, I'm going to knock the whole <laughs> hobby, all right, Alice? You uh, just try to... Look, I'd rather kids are into that rather than getting surgeries on themselves or whatever other hobbies they have nowadays. They're a-holes, Alice, okay? <laughs> Let them have their cars. No, they're not having their cars. Okay. They're not having their cars. You need to start... <laughs> I need to start wow, being you had no, angry you had and no better. problem torpedoing the gay community a second ago. Oh, yeah, all sorts of fun with I that. I didn't torpedo Going that. after uh, violently Jeez. attacking trans people and now you I didn't you're, attack anything. And, and now you're uh, defending these thugs with the stupid lowrider cars <laughs> with the ground effects. Well, okay. Fine. So, um, so John Cena, he's in this movie. It doesn't matter. F nine. Yes, F. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's all. There's only two movies out now. It's a new comic book movie. What is it? Who makes the Marvel movie? Marvel. It's a new Marvel or movie. It's also, or, which is also a sign of, I think, an atrophied brain, which is fine. <laughs> I can't understand that this how this happened. This Marvel thing. How people? Oh my God! You gonna see the new Avenger? You gonna see the Snyder cut? You. Why are so many grown adults giving a flying bleep about comic book fake superheroes? Oh, is Ant-Man going to beat, um, you know, Super Zest? <coughs> is Batman going to beat Superman? Oh, I didn't like the DC Batman. He was there. Affleck was terrible. What are we doing? You're adults. Freak, does it matter? Jeez, that's terrible. God. And they're so, they care. I've got a four-year-old downstairs or around there downstairs right now, who's passionate about Batman in the Lego sense, and I've got a 50-year-old brother who's also passionate about the comic book characters in movies. I don't get... Alice, condemn. <laughs> Some of them are it's, good movies. No, well, so that's the problem. You know how this started? This is the problem. This is why I'm going to go the back... Is Ledger Batman? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. Oh, with the overacting and frigging Batman. I know you're I mad at that. I own this city or whatever that crap is. I know is. you're mad at Jeez, that. Jeez, let movie. me let me guess. Are, are the streets wet and dark? Is the is the is the acting over the top? Ugh. You know how this happened. This is why I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write a new screenplay, Alice, based okay. off of this. Okay. I'm gonna be the John Connor of, okay. um, of what was the what's the what's the Marvel? What's the company? Jeez. Yeah, but what's the company in in Terminator? That was creating the cyborgs. Um, like Skynet? Skynet. Marvelous Skynet. I am John Connor. Okay, so you're going to go back in I'm time go back and in stop time. Marvel from happening? No. You know what, what the problem was? What was the problem? Is that the problem was you had a guy just getting out of picking himself off of Hollywood and cultural irrelevancy in this country. Who would deign to do a movie about, you know, jumping inside of a robot? At that moment, this guy. Are you talking about Iron Man? Oh yes. What did I say? No, I just. Yes. I I was trying to figure out. So you have Iron Man is going to come to the theaters. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's a dumb premise and all that stuff. Whatever. But you have an extraordinary, brilliant actor only available because he had hit the skids in the '90s, and he was trying to uh, to be on the ascension again. So he's going to take the gig. 
they're going to uh, happily hire him. And of course, he, Robert Downey is in Iron Man and is fantastic. So he creates a total smash hit out of the movie that he should never have been in. It should have been John Cena or somebody stupid like that. But it wasn't. He's in so, the Bumblebee movie that's Transformers. Not, he's quite good in that. I don't know what these words mean, Alice. But, but, so that's the problem. So I'm going to go back in time. I'm not going to kill Robert Downey before he goes to the rehearsal. You're going to make sure he stays sober? No. I would have to. I need him to go back on the, on the sauce or on the heroin. Because then, Why don't you just keep him always sober so he never hits rock bottom so he doesn't accept the role? Oh, you want me to go that far back? Yeah. I guess so, but then he was good when he was bad. St. Elmo's Fire and um, what's it called? What's the... I don't know. That's not really my time. So. Well, then you're asking me to go back into the 80s. And use well, you're the one who wants to be John Connor. I don't have to about, go back Because I want to stop I... this uh, influx, conflux of, um, of these stupid movies. I want original movies back. How come nobody can make an original movie? How come that's not allowed anymore? You know, it's your thinking. You people started this. So I have Ghostbusters Me? 2 starring uh, women who are not, who are not funny. <sighs> I'm out of you. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So John Cena, he's out. He's in Taiwan, which is or is not a country. I believe Taiwan is a country. Okay. John Cena does this thing where I'll let you tell the story else. Well, I so collect, well, John I Cena collect speaks myself. Mandarin um, from... He doesn't just speak... He speaks Mandarin so he can be in these movies, right? Well, he speaks Mandarin from his wrestling career, so he could promote really? in China. Yeah. Oh, that's... So he learned it a long damn, time that's ago. that's kind of impressive. Yeah, so he learned... Damn, maybe he's not stupid. He's God. not... I don't think he is stupid, actually. So he... um. He speaks Mandarin, so he's doing this interview with a Taiwanese news source, and... In fact, if he speaks Mandarin, mm-hmm. if he's that physically superior to me... And he's a winner because he's gone in two different fields and been successful. And he's filthy rich. And he's intelligent enough to speak Mandarin. Maybe I shouldn't be calling him stupid. <laughs> he's clearly a superior Well, we have specimen. a very successful podcast, so I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Does he have but... a, the base of a cannon? No. No, he doesn't have. Does he have chickens? Don't think I, so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so um, we're obviously far superior um but anyway so he's doing an interview with a taiwanese news station and he says in the interview that taiwan's going to be the first country that's going to get to see f9 because it's released there first or whatever uh a comment which met furious backlash in china which is a country where his movies make hundreds of millions of dollars yes uh and um so he went on weibo which is the Chinese Twitter, basically, mm-hmm. and said the following. And thrashed himself again and again. It's interesting, because if he just did this effing around, not knowing the language, he'd be in deep kimchi right now for doing that. <laughs> but he knows, because it sounds very like it shouldn't be... Well, that's because that's how the language sounds, honey. So... Oh. I don't know if subtitles work on the podcast. So what does he say, Alice? Tell the people what you uh, He essentially says, I'm really, really sorry. I made a mistake in an interview. I'm so, 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 so sorry. I 
you know, I love China. I love yes. the Chinese people. I'm so sorry. I have really screwed up. He essentially renounced his American citizenship and begged to be let in for <laughs> Chinese citizenship. So, um, he does. He doesn't. <clears throat> say in the apology and some of the Chinese people on Weibo were mad about this he doesn't actually say um, no Taiwan is definitely not a country it's part of China you're absolutely right so he doesn't go that far he's trying to still walk the line here a right. little bit he's trying to just do the minimal transaction he needs to uh, have the commies um, let his movie still let his be movie, played exactly. there. Yeah. his register though it's very low his register he sounds uh, a little bit like this guy. Isn't it his lower register? No? You know who that so. is? Is that Jabba the Hutt? You... Okay. You're lucky, Alice. You live to see another day. <laughs> I thought it was Jabba the Hutt, but I'm scared that you're looking at me like that. That is Jabba the Hutt. Okay. Who also had a much thinner uh, spouse for a short amount of time. <laughs> but we won't get into that. Okay. So. Um, I'm not sure spouse is what we call that. Right. <laughs> but I don't that know, tells sure. me a That's lot. Sure spouse is what we call this either, actually. It <laughs> tells me a lot about I mean, how, you, I, I, how you view our marriage, actually. I, I think a lot of the people who know us would consider it a perfect parallel, actually. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, about this. If somebody tells me, Tom Shattuck, that, okay, Tom, um, you need to change what you did or else you don't get $78 million, I don't want to be judged by what I will do for $78 million. <laughs> There's almost nothing. I certainly would sell state secrets. I would certainly... Um, would you call Taiwan a territory of China? I... <laughs> it's tough to think I wouldn't. I gotta say. <laughs> I gotta say. I don't... I mean, like I told you, with um, who's the, the 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 model I love? Kate Upton. Yes, like with Kate Upton, if she came over and started kissing me, I don't know that I've built a muscle to stop that. You know, <laughs> I don't know that if I like. Maybe you should work on built that. the ethics to stop taking seventy six million dollars. Just you know, even though all I have to do is say a few words that I don't mean. Like I say stuff I don't mean all the time. Most of the stuff I say I don't mean. <laughs> <laughs> most of it's just spam right <laughs> except about so, marvel comics i'm not sure it's necessarily <laughs> admirable though admirable to beg forgiveness and apologize for no. saying in passing for mentioning the country of taiwan but it just shows you how afraid scared to death these people are some of them are afraid of simple mobs like that's um um, Drew Brees, you know, who dared mm -hmm. to say that he stands for the flag, et cetera, because his grandparents fought in World War II. And immediately he was shunned and he had to go on an apology tour and they were threatened, et cetera. And he was afraid. He backed off. I, no, I'm not going to stand for my grandfather anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because of the mob, the Black Lives mm -hmm. Matter mob. Yeah. But this is pure money. Big paycheck. And like, who do we were listening to the other day talking about want, needing to make money? It's, it's, it's his children's legacy. Maddie in the morning. Maddie in the morning, exactly. You know, so if he has although to he didn't apologize, nobody made him apologize. No, you're right. He did apologize for yelling at his producer. Right, but, but not for not for commenting on Demi Lovato's pronouns. But there are a lot of I'm sure. Um, uh, Cena, I think, has a wife. You know, you. I think they're looking at this and saying, "Are you going to screw this up?" For no, for no good reason, but at the end, but he the, the problem is is that 
he plays characters who show um are have a high moral yeah they're standing strong and yes and, and do the right thing right and they don't take the money so right. th- and that's why it's it's I guess we're lucky nobody's offering you millions of dollars for anything <laughs> well I mean I have had I have had uh I have been tested and passed a couple of times I think it's fair to say maybe even this year mm-hmm. uh you know uh, in 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 putting myself in a position that is not advantageous based on only principle right you know uh i don't i'm still going to hell but 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 i still but there are a handful of times i think all of us where we're like oh man i gotta do the right thing this is gonna suck but here we go and we Mm -hmm. do it you know and then the the time before this year alice you remember 1989 i found a uh envelope full of 400 dollars behind white hen pantry when i was throwing away the trash uh and i uh gave it to my boss because it was it had been in the Dropbox and whatever. I could have kept it. I could have kept it. I yeah. remember telling my dad that I had done that, and I said, "Dad, I, I probably could have kept it too, and nobody would have ever known." He said, "Tommy," he said, "Tommy, you would have never forgiven yourself." And I thought, four hundred dollars. Oh, it's a lot of um, soul cleansing you can do for with four hundred dollars. But anyway, I, I, it is. It's not a good sign that. Well, actually, it works perfectly. Let's just, we can move from here right over to um, the Wuhan stuff. It's not a good sign that the world is scared to death of China. We have already seen the NBA being scared to death of China. Hollywood now works directly for China. That's their market now. Those, the days of them, you know, focusing on the U.S. market, those are far, those are over. Mm -hmm. You know, um, our, the Green New Deal is dependent upon China and their slaves, as John (laughs) Kerry explained to us. (laughs) Yeah, this is good. This is a good situation to be in, I think. Right. So this is this is untenable. So let's get to uh, this is Peter Ducey yesterday talking, asking Jen Psaki about the new revelations that have come out that indeed it looks like the Chinese may have whipped up this coronavirus. Well, whipped up. There's levels of whipped up, but it certainly is possible that it uh, did not just occur naturally at the wet market, but came from the lab in some form, whether they had modified it or not. Um it could have been something they were just studying and and you know escaped right too, but it doesn't by seem it, but or, it seems like this is mm-hmm. a is, is it fair to say a largely synthetic or very well could be a largely synthetic virus so in other words is not is not pangolin based um i mean there's a few possibilities one is that it's it that they you know did that they did mutate the virus on purpose to try and make it more dangerous so they could study viruses that were more dangerous mm-hmm. before they jumped to the human population. That's a possibility. It's also possible that it is a natural virus that they were studying that then escaped as well. Um, so it's not necessarily well, clear that... It, it, they may not have made it. It could have just escaped. But Where was this that, where either I was reading, heard, or saw mm-hmm. uh, somebody say that in the case of MERS and SARS and all of these other right. uh, big viruses, they had identified the animal months after the outbreak. Right. And now we still have not identified an animal. Um, I mean, I, I don't know about that. I, it's, I don't know that I didn't read that, so I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's certainly a possibility 
Fauci seems awfully sensitive when he gets asked about gain of function research, which is, you know, research mm-hmm. where you on purpose try and mutate viruses to make them more dangerous. I certainly think that that's a possibility. But so far, what China has told us is that there is no way this could even have leaked, even if it was naturally occurring and they were just studying it. There's no way it could even have leaked from a lab. That's not a possibility that this came from a wet market and that's it. It could have happened anywhere. And, it, you know, who knows where it came from? Um You know, and all the fact checkers acted like Tom Cotton and other people who floated this hypothesis that it came out of the lab in some form uh, were all like crazy racist conspiracy theorists. And now all of a sudden that's gone. So, oh, right. And there were social media repercussions. There was all Mm -hmm. sorts of you were not allowed to say this last year. So now Peter Ducey asked Jen Saki, what are we going to do to investigate this stuff? Saki starts to spin it as well. We're going to get a um, a coalition with the WHO and other countries, uh, in in the C cuts her off. Do investigation. But with five hundred eighty nine thousand nine hundred twenty dead Americans, at what point does President Biden say we don't want to wait for the WHO? We don't know what they're doing. This needs to be an American led effort to get to the bottom of what happened. And also, the WHO was compromised early on. This guy Tedros, whatever, is was effusively praising the Chinese last year during the duration. Well, first of all, we need access to the underlying data and information in order to have that investigation. And, and why not? But he talks all the time about how he's known President Xi for a long time. So why can't he just call and, and we need and them ask him for that information? I think you're misunderstanding how this process actually works. An international investigation led by the World Health Organization is something that we've actually been pressing for for several months. That sounds freaking awful. Mm-hmm. Awful. Euro bureaucrats in this corrupt organization, highly influenced in in some points in in some areas led by Chinese influence. Right. It sounds like the investigation we're going to do into the Ryanair flight. Right. We hope that there will be a meeting soon of people that can talk about what we would consider doing about something like this. It we also strongly condemn it. Yes. This also seems like the kind of investigation you you'd have if you didn't want to find results. In coordination with a range of partners around the world, we need that data, we need that information from the Chinese government. Yeah, right. Well, so Ducey goes back at her today. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. First on COVID, does President Biden think these theories we hear more about now that COVID-19 may have been man-made and escaped from a lab in China are a wacky conspiracy theory or based on what he has heard and been briefed on, does he think that's possible? Well, we went through this journey together yesterday, so let's do it again. Uh, So the president believes there needs to be an independent investigation, one that's run by the international community. It's an international pandemic that has killed hundreds of thousands of people around the world. He believes the Chinese need to do more to put forward data, to be more transparent. And in the second phase of this effort, he's certainly hopeful that will be the case. And he believes that every theory should be explored through that process, but that we shouldn't jump to conclusions before that data and that information is made available. Yeah, so this is going nowhere. Yeah, well, we do know, we know a few things. We know, for example, that scientists from the lab were sick enough to go to the hospital with this last November. Uh, We know that China threw the doctor who warned people that this was happening in jail for uh, daring to text message some people he knew and tell them to look out for respiratory viruses. Um, I mean, they... They certainly knew about it and covered it up for months and months and months and put the world at risk, telling people there was no airborne transmission while they were importing every N95 Mm -hmm. respirator they could get from every other country on Earth back into China. I mean, 
they have behaved abominably throughout the whole thing. So the idea that we're now going to go to them and be like, can you just tell us if you find out if it's mm-hmm. from a lab or what? I mean, because we really want to know. Uh, the idea that right. we're going to get good information from them on that front is so absurd and ridiculous. I mean, I I hope that this is just like a smokescreen and the CIA is actually like yeah. investigating this, but I have yeah. no confidence. Unfortunately, I think, they're, I think that yeah. our entire intelligence community is way too busy investigating January 6th. That's exactly right. January 6th, where one attacker died and three others somehow were found dead in the, on the lawn there. Where there were no murders that day by the by the uh, insert whatever you want to call them. What were they again? What are they supposed to call the the attackers? Insurrectionists. In, insurrectionists. Right now, three and a half million people, not hundreds of thousands, Jen Psaki, have died worldwide from the coronavirus, including I don't know if it's seven hundred thousand in the United States if we're there yet. Uh, a, a lot in the United States as well. You would think and hope that we're doing something about this, but I tend to doubt it. I think on this, we are John Cena, and that's um, the route we will take. We've got big plans, big progressive plans right now, and they will not be forestalled by a, a, a an investigation into Asians who've been targeted, by the way. We will not be doing that because that is, uh, that is not yep. what uh, AOC wants. And that is not what Ron Klain wants. They want big agenda items and wasting time, resources, and a a news cycle on an investigation into this virus, which, oh, surprise of a surprise, is going to make the Chinese look shady and irresponsible, is uh, not a way to build a legacy. Yeah, no. Joe Biden doesn't want any problems with President Xi and any of that. Nope. Nope. So we're going to find out exactly what we intend to find out, which is nothing. Correct. Uh, Biden was in front of FEMA today and had a, had challenges. About red states and blue states, you all know that. It's about having people's backs in the toughest moments that they face, ready with food, water, blankets, shelters, and more. But uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning uh, this effort uh, for 2021 is, uh, I think we've learned a few lessons from last year as well. There's help us. We, they're, you know, being there to help uh, clear roads, rebuild uh, main streets, uh, and so that the families can get back to their lives. Uh, that's what FEMA does every single day. And as my mother would say, they're doing God's work. By the way, I got a personal problem with people who do this. Is that they attribute ubiquitous sayings to their parents? Mm-hmm. My father would say, "Are you losing your mind?" Like, no, no, it's not. That's not your father's quote. That's everybody's quote. You know, if, if my Uncle Ted would say, if Billy jumped off a bridge, would you? Don't. That's not Uncle Ted's. You don't. <laughs> have you not been around? And this isn't Biden's either, but he did have a little trouble there. Should we do a little Biden palate cleanse, Alice? Go Here's for some it. of his uh, highlights, recent highlights. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> uh, and so uh, what I've done is I've met with uh, via via uh, uh, um, what I did this morning with the medical experts. Uh, and so uh, Rock and I think it's a right for people that bad at health care. <laughs> Two of the most extraordinary late, late, least known departments, especially the last four years. Ah, this one, I don't even know what it is. So we'll see. So when do you think that would be K through? No, I think it's was- phase. And to help us get there, we've added two new tools. One, 
Americans can go to vaccines.gov or they can text their zip code to three, excuse me, misspoke, their zip code, text it to 438829. So the best way to get something done, if you you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. We're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. All right. One more. One more, Alice? Okay. Well, I'm just waiting for them to tell me when we get going here since we're live streaming this. You're good. Oh, ready to go. Okay. Well, first of all, hi, everybody. It's good. I'm supposed to look over here and not at you guys. (laughs) That's a nice palate cleanse, Alice. I think we should try to good. do that whenever we've got uh, him it going feels on. That's good. Um, on the note of January 6th, um, both Romney and Markowski have said they'll vote for a commission, like a 9 11 style commission, to investigate the January 6th riot at the Capitol. And uh, I don't even know how to say this person's name. S.V. Date. I yeah, know. I don't know. They're a White House correspondent at HuffPost. Um, and. They feel that um, 9-11 was far worse. In fact, they say a thousand times worse. Or, no, sorry, the other way. They think January 6th was a thousand times worse than 9-11. Because they said 9-11 terrorists and Osama bin Laden never threatened the heart of the American experiment. The 1-6 terrorists and Donald Trump absolutely did exactly d- that. Trump continues that effort today. This attempt to whitewash what happened that day is shameful. 9-11 was an act of war done by foreigners. 1-6 was an attack on our republic, an attempt to end our democracy, committed by supposed Americans, including the sitting president. So uh, he is challenged on Twitter by someone who says, United 93 was intended to crash into the Capitol. You think January 6th was worse than that? And... He says in response uh, that, yes, it was a thousand times worse. And a bunch of other tweeters say that they're um, that they also agree that it was far worse than 9-11, which killed 3000 American citizens and uh, only avoided killing more by the bravery of some of the people on United 93. And uh, but that's where the left is, is that they think that a bunch of people getting rowdy inside the Capitol was worse than 9-11 and <laughs> and so i mean like i i don't know what else were I, I i don't understand what else you need as a republican senator to not vote to make a commission about it is because you can see what they intend to find at the commission so wait a second you think you want them to have a commission no i don't want them to have a commission because this is a because they're not gonna have a serious commission i mean if we no. were gonna have a commission and figure out how it was that there weren't enough police to do riot control and everything else like i would be for that but that's not what we're doing here well there was that's already a, there they was already this. a very important important and crucial investigation um, where Democrats opted not to call witnesses uh, for impeachment. So apparently we didn't need witnesses. We already know the story. It's all open and shut. It's fine. Good. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the FBI is investigating plenty of people. There's, what, like 400 and something indictments now? It, Miranda Miranda. So, I mean, I think that I, I don't think we need Congress to do a special commission except uh, to feed this narrative that there was some massive terrorist attack that happened that day. I mean, 
certainly those people should not have been inside the Capitol. Certainly their behavior is absolutely inappropriate. Many people there need to be charged. Um, that being said, there were also many people who just wandered around inside the Capitol. I mean, there was there were a mix of things going on and like a, a tactical force to take over the country. This was not. I mean, I have no doubt that some of the people there thought that it was, but they they were not. Um, there was not an organized military effort to take over the country right by a group i mean i th- i do believe that some of the people there thought they were in a military effort to take over the country but they were insane people i mean right no and there and there may have been some militias there who were like gung ho about you know, there were some I mean, dudes who were really amped up there i don't know yeah i mean i, I think there were I, there was a range of stuff but not all of the 400 people who've been charged with no. being inside the capitol were there as a part of an armed insurrection no a lot of people and were let ridiculous. in they were like like tepidly looking around and not messing with the stanchions and like they like they had day passes yeah i mean i so there i have serious problems with what happened that day and I think it could have been prevented, but I, I also think that anybody who's calling it an insurrection is an insane person. I, I, there, there's no way. That's not an accurate characterization of what happened. So, uh, But the left has made it obvious that they that when they say they want a 9-11 style commission to investigate what happened, that they just want to keep acting like this was some terrorist attack or attempt to overthrow democracy, which it was not. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think Republicans should give them the time of day on making this commission. So, we'll Hey, by the way, I'm finding some Twitter love for us. Do you want to, is being substantive still? No, go ahead. Um, just uh, folks uh, from Erica Kate in, mm-hmm. or Kayette in Ryan Shepley. Saying, currently I only listen to Jerry Callahan's podcast uh, when Turtle Boy is on, but add Carano and I'll listen daily. Ryan Shepley says, got to give my boy Tom Shattuck some love. What's that, Tom mm-hmm. Shattuck? And then Erica says, actually, the first time I heard of him was last week when he had Kirk and Jerry on to discuss Maddie. And now I'm subscribed to Burn Barrel Pod and have listened to a bunch of episodes. I do like him and Alice. There we go. Thank you, Very Erica. Nice. Thank, Thank you, you Erica. Brian. This is, uh, that is, this is great. We've, there's all sorts of great... Um, messages going here i I, i'm on a thread too where i think i'm being attacked but i don't see the guy he might be from connecticut from from the tic thing as well but um we've gotten lots of good compliments recently and uh thanks thank everybody thank everybody how can i pass judgment on biden when i'm i'm thank everybody i'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure true international to pressure everybody um but I want to end, Alice. This is my last thing, okay? Okay. Um, this is my feeling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes good things happen. So listen to this. True. The next door neighbor, Dan, we'll call him. Okay. His um is acting. He said, "Is your tractor working now? If yes, could I borrow tonight for an hour or two? In other words, my Husqvarna riding mower, mm-hmm. which I can't move the seat, so my primary fat roll is squished against the steering wheel when I drive it. Uh, And I said, I think my battery is dead, but you can try it. The key is in it. I've also got uh, another lawnmower, yada, yada. He says he has a a charger for it, and he's going to give it a shot to see if he can get it working. So there you go. I may, because I'm too lazy and slothful and unresourceful Mm -hmm. to get that fixed, that riding mower, Dan needs one to work, and he may fix it so that he can do his lawn yeah 
You see, that's called yep. strategic patience, Alice. Perfect. You know, eventually you don't do anything long enough, somebody useful will come along and do it for you. Mm-hmm. They don't teach that in trade schools, but they should. You have you are not listening to me. What are you reading? I am pulling up my next thing that I wanted to bring up to you. What's your next thing? Um. So my next thing is that uh, there is a. By the way, I have I have a mask ball tonight mm-hmm. in uh, about <laughs> one hour. True. True. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep everyone posted on whether how brave you are. At, at, you know, makes it avoiding fun. The makes it pressure. fun having to go there to have this fight night after night. Yep. Um, so this was an interesting story to me. Have you been following the whole thing um, with the Florida whistleblower? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the fake, the fraud. Yeah. Yes. About the COVID numbers. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Jones, who we like, the supposed scientist mm-hmm. who is a geographer that uh, just you know, was in charge of uploading things into the dashboard who claimed that she was told by the state to lie about the numbers with no proof. She's been fired with, like, criminal charges involved in, like, all of her last three jobs. She's a disaster. National Review has a great breakdown of, like, all her claims. They brought the receipts, as they say. But anyway, (laughs) one person who believes very strongly in all of Rebecca Jones's claims is Randy Weingarten, who exchanged DMs about it with a teenager in Florida who wrote a piece about how the schools aren't open on Substack. And um, he DM'd her on Twitter and asked her, this is to Randy Weingarten, asking her why, you know, schools aren't open. And, um, you know, why the AFT is against reopening the schools when there's evidence that it's, you know, totally safe. And he cites Florida and he cites NPR saying that the risk is exaggerated and all this stuff. And she gives as proof, uh, Rebecca Jones and how she's proven that Florida's COVID numbers are all (laughs) completely false and all this stuff. And so, um, lesson learned, Randy, don't answer DMS from random teenagers. You will then publish them and prove that you're an idiot. Uh, so anyway, I really liked that, but, um, that is tough stuff. Um, I feel like there's mm-hmm. something that we're forgetting. Right? Um, oh, also, we talked a little bit about anti-Semitism the other day and how all this is, um, you know, the the left has had to call out anti-Semitism and Islamophobia yes. because they can't take a side in Israel and Palestine. No. Even though, like, Jewish people in the United States are getting beaten up and attacked and, you know, firebombed. Um so the New York Times has an opinion piece from Michelle Goldberg explaining why we shouldn't attack Jewish people in America called Attacks on Jews over Israel are a gift to the right. <laughs> so if you are wondering if you should attack your local synagogue, the answer is no, because we don't want to make Republicans look good. So that's so that's great. That's a very normal thing yes. for the New York Nobody's Times. Nobody's insane. By the way, by the way, Fox just came out with a, P, a, a small clip from George Floyd Square because it's the anniversary. Of course, what's going on? Uh, people are kind of setting up for a remembrance there, and uh, here's the sound. Just gotta be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse us. Excuse us. Congratulations, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, reimagined policing. Congratulations. There's only about a dozen shots there. No problem at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the black neighborhood. So, eh, 
you know, it's just a, a price you have to pay for the um, reconciliation we're having this year. Sorry about that, those of you who had to dodge those bullets. But uh, up here in the Lily White suburbs, those of us with Range Rovers are uh, celebrating, patting ourselves on the back because we have Black Lives Matter signs and we changed our avatar for one day last year. And that's the price that you have to pay for us to have our souls cleansed. Oh, goodness gracious. So glad everybody out in the suburbs feels good about it now. That's great. Um, you can, if you have any newest tips or praise for the Burn Barrel Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod or email us burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at burnbarrelpodcast.com or facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. We're on Gab and Parlor also with the same handle, Burn Barrel Podcast. And on YouTube, we're Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel on YouTube. Like the show, leave comments, subscribe, write reviews, all the things that uh, help people find out about it thank you so much everybody so the best way to get something done if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award-winning movie poor things starring emma stone mark ruffalo and willem dafoe Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.